When you discovered the law of attraction, you started to believe anything was possible. Life got better, much better. Now you want more, but it's not working. That's where the Manifest It Now show comes in. If you've been waiting for someone who can teach you the practical application to manifest quicker and easier while having more, turn the volume up because the dynamic duo, Cassie Parks and Ginny Gain, are ready to teach you how to live the law of attraction like they do. It's time to laugh and learn. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Manifest It Now. I'm here with Cassie Parks. And I'm here with Jenny Gain. And Cass and I are going to follow up to last week's episode where we were talking about what to do with a million ideas in your head. And we're just going to go a little deeper and talk more about like, well, when do you know when to follow the inspired action of one of those ideas? How are you going to know that? Oh, so fun. Mm-hmm. Well, and even like how you know and and the importance of like even how you follow it. Mm-hmm. Right? And what, yeah, when, how, yeah. all that. Yeah. What are you so excited fun. about, Cass? What's awesome? I'm, oh, everything is awesome. Um, I'm really excited about evidence. Like, cool. Um, yeah. And I don't know if I've ever said that on a call or, um, but you and I are really good at like, we've always been good at seeing the evidence and like celebrating it and stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just had an interview um, like an hour ago with one of my clients and it was like so much cool evidence and just the way it unfolded. Like it was part of like, she was just telling me something about her life and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's such good evidence for me. And it was connected to Jenny too, which was even more fun and made it more magical. And uh, so I just am celebrating that, you know, like, you get so much fun along the way if you celebrate mm-hmm. that stuff. Totally. Yeah. Speaking of evidence, that's, I guess that is how I could phrase what I'm excited about too. Um, on the weekend, Lisa Ooh. and I went camping for the first time and we were in our trailer and I've scripted so many times about mm-hmm. waking up and looking out and seeing the sunrise over the water. And that just so happened. We were on an end site and the water was there and the way the, you know, the camper was parked, that's the exact view that I had. And so I'm waking up and, and having that experience and then getting double excited because I know it's evidence. So it's like... <laughs> Extra fun. I think Lisa's got used to that. Or anyone anyone who's listening who has uh, does this, your partners get used to you like, celebrating and saying, evidence, evidence. Right? <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh, there's the blue car. That like. That's evidence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just roll your eyes and they're like, okay. Yeah. But truly like your joy is your partner's joy. So just remember that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Yeah, it's so fun. I know. And my evidence had to do with um, Younger, which you guys know is Jenny and I's show. And it was so funny. Like, I, and my sister was here and I'm like, oh, like, that's like one of my favorite shows. She's like, I know. <laughs> you don't hide I'm that. I'm well aware. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just super fun. And it was one of those where like, it just gets like better and better, like a little bit more, a little bit more, you know? So it was super mm-hmm. fun. That's awesome. Yeah. So where do you want to get started with our topic today? Mm, well, so hmm. 
Well, we talked last week about like, what do you do with all the million ideas? And we gave you some things that we do, which is write them down, keep them all in one space, know that they'll come back. But then like, what if you do want to take action on something, right? Yeah. How do you you know it's the time to take action? Yeah. Or that it's inspired. Yes. Because I think um, inspiration is, well, I don't know. What's the difference between inspiration and the time? Um, that's a confusing question. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said if it's the time. And so I was just curious, like, did you mean like it, it's the right time when it's inspired? Oh, right, right. Yeah. I guess how I think about it is it is the right time when it's inspired, when yes, you're in that zone. It. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to say that again, because so often it's like, how do I know, like this question comes up, how do I know if it's the right time to do X um, when it's inspired? There is no right time. There's only an inspired time. Yeah. Which is the right time. But when we look for that right time, often we aren't, we're looking that when we say right time, very often automatically without even realizing it, you are looking for the, um, the things that happen in your brain, not the inspir- the things that happen sort of that are in your body when they're inspired, mm-hmm. right? You're looking at like, you're thinking like, is this the right time? Like, is this, is this the, the right, right time, time to start a new like, business? Yeah. Along the power, along the path is yeah. now the time I should be doing this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Versus. So that's like automatically that's one step mm-hmm. is just to catch yourself. Like, how are you even talking? That's the awareness piece. How are you even talking about this thing that feels this idea that feels so good? Right. Are mm-hmm. you wondering and starting to analyze it or are you feeling into the excitement of it and allowing it to pull you forward? hmm. Well, that's so exciting. I remember just, it was a couple of weeks ago and inspiration comes like the right time is sometimes like the most random times. Yes. I think I was in the middle of <laughs> cooking or something and I had this idea and I like ran over to my computer, like literally guys, like I, I jogged over to my computer uh-huh. <laughs> and I just like typed up this whole thing and I'm like, oh my God, this is perfect. And I have no idea when it, when I'm going to use it or how it's going to come out, but I knew it was inspired and I honored that. It was just like ideas flowing. And it was that feeling of like, go, like now you got, go write this, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that is the, that is how you know it's, it's now it's inspired, right? Is I, yeah. this is the best way I always say it. Like you can't not do it. Yeah. Um, and there's, if, go ahead. Well, there's lots of times when I cannot do it. When I have an idea yes. and I'm like, oh yeah, that's a good idea. I should go write that down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, no, not the time. <laughs> <laughs> right? Instead I of, yeah. Yeah. Instead of convincing yourself like, oh, it's because here's where I think a lot of people would get off is you said, oh, that's a great idea. I should go write it down. So they think that the should go write it down is also inspired and I have to do it and I'm somehow not honoring it Mm -hmm. if I don't go write it down. But if you can not go write it down or you cannot do anything with it, it's, first of all, like we talked about last week, it's not going to go away. It'll come back when it is in alignment um, and when it's more inspired. And two, like if you can not do it, it's not inspired because when it's true that 
hit that surge of inspiration. Like Jenny said, she's cooking dinner and she had to write this thing. Mm -hmm. Sorry for the burnt meal. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) But that's what it feels like. It's like you're, you're pulled to it. And, um, that's all. Yeah. Um, you are pulled to it, right? And so a couple things I want to say about that too is it doesn't always go in order. Mm. T- say right. more. Um, so your example is a great example of this is sometimes um, like the, we we think it's the thing. We think it's the how to get there, right? Which is what gets tricky about this is like, mm-hmm. oh, here's the idea and here's how to get there. Very often, Um, the idea can come first and you have no idea how, or you can be getting the hows all along, but thinking there's something else. And then you see what they're for. Yeah. You know, just like, yeah, like you're writing, like I have to write, I don't know, you don't know what it's for, Mm -hmm. but it was inspired and it's, and it's going to show up what it's for. Right. Yep. Which seems like the opposite order. It seems like, oh, I'm just going to, say maybe it was for like let's say it was for sales copy I don't think that's what it was but let's say it was right so you like think like oh I I have the idea of a new product and then the sales copy but often like the sales copy so to speak it was an email for it was an email you see (laughs) (laughs) and I'm like I don't even have this product why do I have the email (laughs) see right I don't even know what this is yet but it's here Mm-hmm. Which is um, interesting, you know, and this gets like everything in LOA overlaps. So um, I was I was reading uh, things that I scripted January 30th, 2015 about Manifest 10K this morning. Mm-hmm. I was looking for something else and I came across them. And what was so interesting is that everything that was scripted, like it happened then, but it's happening even more now. Like you could take that and you could take Enchanted Circle Mm-hmm. And it would all fit. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's the power um, of not filling in the details too soon. Yes. Mm-hmm. And just filling in what you like. Yeah. Um, which is a key to inspired action, right? Is is just filling in what feels good. I think another one of the key points of this is sometimes we don't even know what the feeling of inspired action feels like because we are so familiar with analyzing and thinking and figuring out and trying. So at first, this is like something that feels extremely foreign. And even just, if if this is something new for you, even just developing an awareness around is what inspired action feels like when when you're in that place where you're like, I can't not do that. So exploring, yes. exploring the feeling of it just for the feeling, nothing just for that in the moment feeling of what it feels like to be inspired or pulled to some to some action in that moment versus anything to do with what that action means. It could mean like the inspiration to act could be, I have to go get a drink of orange juice right now. Like I can't not do this right now. Mm -hmm. And so, and acknowledging, hey, this is what inspired action feels like. You start to notice it more, therefore strengthen it within yourself. And and then your brain's going to, you know, direct you there more. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so I think part of developing that awareness is really shutting down a lot of actions in your life. Mm. Um, Because, um, 
And then I have a question I want to ask you about excitement. But when you don't know, like all you know is like having to do it, um, you have to, that's like what's, that's what's in your brain. That's what you're really familiar with. And so you have to become familiar with not doing things and then learning to only do what's inspired. Yes, that's quite a process. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. um, and, and often, go ahead. Well, that's the value of space that we talk about. Yes. You know, you can't, uh, you, there's no space for inspiration if your day is full of actions. Mm-hmm. Full of things, even if your actions have the intention towards you know, creating the life you want, they're still, if there's, if they're just, if they're more, if they ever turn into busy actions, oh, we should talk about this too, like how some things start inspired and then are not yes. anymore. Yeah. But it's really important to just have space in your life, in your day. And I know that's not possible for everyone all the time, but even you can give yourself space when you're, you know, going to the bathroom, you have two minutes to just not think and just breathe. That's space. That's, that counts as time in your day. Yeah. And you can explore that. You can find a way to give yourself space, even if it's five minutes spread out into one minute increments, Mm -hmm. you know, all day. Yeah. Right. You can, you can, it's about, mostly it's about creating the space, not about whether you have it. Because if we wait on it, we don't have it because we're in that perpetual pattern. Yeah. Right. You have to create it and you can create it with very small increments, but it is, it's your ability to stop, right? So some people it's like, oh, I'm so busy to stop, but often it's even when they have a moment that could be space, they're filling it. Mm -hmm. And it's the opposite of what we're traditionally taught. We're taught Mm -hmm. to get more done and have better ideas. We need to do more and be Mm -hmm. more productive. And therefore, like, that's what takes up all the filling the spaces. But realizing, Mm -hmm. hey, there's another level to existence. And this vibrational level has a thing, has something to it. And you realize the power in, in space, you will stop filling up those times. But it is, it takes, it's it's not only switching the momentum, it's like breaking through that paradigm and, and setting mm-hmm. your setting a new paradigm about space equals productivity, not busy, yes. busyness. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's opening that up, um, which is interesting. Like I had a conversation um, with my love this weekend and she, we were like painting the, uh, staining the pool house fence. And she's like, you know, if people would take care of their stuff, it lasts for a while because somebody didn't take care of it. And so, um, you know, just part of loving on our house is like doing those things that haven't been done. And I said, that's not, you know, I said something like, that's not what I think the issue is. The issue is people like fill up stuff. So, mm. you know, they go create all these other things to do to be full instead of like leave space to just do the things that need to be done Mm -hmm. and then have, you know, kind of have that space. We're not good at that. So that's another, just to give an awareness for someone who's listening, who might be able to recognize that, like that means there's too much in your life. You know, Mm -hmm. if you're not getting to those things that are important, like, um, and all of that is tied to inspired action. It might sound like we're totally like, talking in circles and not about inspired action uh, because the weird thing about inspired action is it has action in it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But action when it's inspired doesn't mean it's not, I want to get this done. 
It's not, I have to get this done. It's not a to-do list. It doesn't feel draining. It feels so easy and in, and like it's effortless because mm-hmm. it is so in the flow. It's like, I think Jenny m- mentioned the river last week, right? It's just hopping in your boat and letting it take you there. Mm-hmm. It takes no effort. I mean, in maybe a few keystrokes, but really it's it's so easy. Yeah, that's one of the big differences between effort and inspired action is mm-hmm. that that the energy quality of it is giving versus taking. And so even if you start to pay attention to that is when the work you're doing or the actions you're taking that are taking from your energy that are draining from you, they're going to be not the inspired action part and just develop an awareness, no judgment, just like, oh, this is the opposite of what they're talking about. Okay, well then the other, I'm going to pay attention to the other side of this. Absolutely. And so I think this is a good time to talk about um, how things can start inspired and then maybe they don't. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Do you want to start with that or do you want me to? Well, I think, I think a lot of times I think we touched on this last week, but there's a, you'll get an idea and it will be inspired and you'll go, mm-hmm. the idea will be inspired. Maybe you'll go start looking up something. Oh, have I had this idea that we could go to this vacation spot. And then you're like, I'm going to go, I'm going to look it up. And you feel great. You feel excited. And then you have to pay eventually at some point it turns not inspired and like the the momentum of the moment or the energy of the moment has lost and that you have to pay attention to that because the moment that switches that's your cue to say okay that's enough for now and that inspired idea or whatever has run its course for now but the energy that's came with that idea is what's important is what's powerful in terms of you getting closer to what you want and and strengthening that inspired action within you. So that's a little example. Um, I know Cass has some like some other kind of bigger ones. Mm. Yeah. Um, I want to say this first is like when it's, when that inspiration runs out, that doesn't mean, I think a lot of people take it to mean like, well, was it really inspired? Like they start questioning that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Was it inspired? Was I wrong? Like, did I read it wrong? Did I not understand? Like, why did it stop? Mm -hmm. And it's just because you need, like, you have to become something more. Yeah. And that doesn't mean like push forward. It just means, it can just mean, you know, get, leaving some space for some other ideas, right? Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean that you you have to stop playing in the possibility of it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I can, like, for sure, one great example that just popped into my mind is when I'm, you know, buying properties to lead me to my financial independence. When one wouldn't work out, like, it wasn't like, oh, you did it wrong. Like, this isn't the answer. It's not inspired, right? It was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, okay, that's not it. But let me keep playing with the idea of being financially independent. Like, I can mm-hmm. play there for free. Yeah. You know, there's no, and you know, both in all ways, I mean that like, it's a free space. Like there's nothing I have to do. I can just get the energy from it. Like Jenny was saying, I can just play and what it's going to be like and let the next opportunity show up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's actually led me back to the same place sometimes. Like one of the properties, I haven't thought about this in a long time, but um, the condo that that actually technically, I would say it technically made me financially independent. Um, 
I could have lived there. I could have been financially independent. I would not have had a lot of money to live off of. But <laughs> um, but by, on technical paper, that was the moment I got to say this is it to myself. And it was about a year before I quit my job. But that one, I actually let go. I made an offer and it was, they don't, it was too low. I thought what they wanted was too high and I just let it go. But I kept playing in the possibility. And then one day I remember just like, oh, yeah, that number's fine. I'll go with their number. It works. Mm-hmm. Like I could see it differently. And so, um, yeah, I have lots of, that wasn't the one I was planning on sharing, but um, so often we get that. If you remember listening back like around last November, October, November, Jenny and I were both like planning launches and we did a show about how, you know, sometimes you can let go and sometimes like the keep doing it is what feels better and is the right move. And what I realized when I let go, when that idea wasn't inspired anymore, is um, I actually saw what it was for. And it turns out, like, it wasn't for that launch. It was for a much bigger picture. Mm -hmm. Just kind of framing it around that and allowing it to pop up around that is what got me to the place of seeing it. Um, But it added this amazing new element to the Enchanted Circle, which opened up even bigger doors for me to be able to see what's in the future. Like it really helped me see what am I creating next for my people? How am I building this out for five years? And how I'm, you know, creating courses manifest a million dollars now, you know, and just really opening up those doors. And so just because you, you know, it's not inspired anymore doesn't mean it was wrong. And there's power in putting it down as quick as possible when it's not inspired anymore. Yes. I want to talk about that is the keys in when that, you know, idea feels like it's lost its inspiration. How do you or how does one let keep keep holding the space for that idea to be whatever it's meant to be or that action to evolve into the next thing without getting in the way? Because I know we get in the way by saying, what, you know, what was wrong? This idea Mm -hmm. didn't turn out the way I thought it would be. I thought this was inspired. Did I get it wrong kind of deal? Yes. So first I would say this plays into something that I know we wanted to talk about in terms of this. It takes trust Mm -hmm. to put down inspired action. And so it's trust, like first and foremost, like, yes, don't go, don't ask, like, what did I do wrong? Trust yourself that like if it felt inspired, it was. And yeah, that's that, huge. It's and so I was, huge. I was gonna say, Go even before you trust yourself to put it down, you have to trust yourself to take the action. Like Kazia, yeah. we're chatting, and bef- um, it takes trust to only choose inspired action, to only follow the inspired action and get mm-hmm. used to that. That requires trust because you're so used to working and efforting and and your mind is like drilling into you. If you don't do this, you're going to, you know, you're going to get behind. You're going to fail. Things aren't going to work out. Um, You need to do this. And learning to trust the inspired action. There's like, I feel like there's this phase that comes when you're learning this as you transition into doing more and more inspired action that there might be a little dip or uncomfort of like, oh, crap, that thing didn't get done. And then, okay, well, Mm. everything turned out fine. And then I still trusted (laughs) this. So a little like (laughs) tossed up in the air a little bit, but then 
then through that experience, you learn, oh, when I was when I followed only inspired action, I got this result. And mm-hmm. I actually that that thing that I thought I needed to do, it actually turned it out okay. And then you build on that experience. Yes. Yeah. And learn to trust like it's okay. And then you learn yeah. to trust your own. Um, I think then you learn to trust procrastination means something. Yes. Uh, because I am a big believer that procrastination very often is not procrastination. It is allowing for inspiration. Me too. I'm a big one. You know? And then and then even as you grow, you learn like even just a minute of hesitation is like, oh, step back and wait. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So there's the trust on that side of it, on taking it. And then there's the trust <laughs> on when to let it go. So yes. keep going, Cass. Um, and so that trust to let it go is, again, it's we want to analyze it. Well, did I not get it right? Did I not? And so first and foremost, just tr- saying, yes, I trusted it and it was right, uh, is going to give you the most information in the quickest way. So even mm-hmm. if you look back later and you go, oh, that wasn't inspired, because you didn't spend time um, spinning in that moment, you'll actually be able to see it quicker. And I mm-hmm. do think that very often along the journey, we have moments that feel totally inspired. And we look back later and we're like, oh, that wasn't inspired. This is inspired. Because it gives mm-hmm. us the thing to compare it against. Yeah. And then there's um, nothing it, wrong there. Like if you made that decision when you thought it was inspired, you didn't make a wrong decision. You're just learning what it feels like. Yes. Yeah. And which doubly makes this this pause important, right? Um, so if at any time you feel like you're pushing, like it's okay to put it down. And that is so hard because we're taught, but but it was because if you come from some worlds, right? Um I always love when people mix this. Like they mix LOA and like goal setting. And I'm like, <laughs> you can't follow inspired action and have a goal set timeline. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> because like if you have to do X, Y, Z by this date, like, and some of it is out of your control or involves other people, um, it's not, it's not allowing for inspiration. It's creating the push. Yep. Um and so as you learn that, very often, you know, what happens, people get inspired action and then like, oh, I'm going to do this course and I want 50 people in it, right? And these are, this is conversations I've had with my clients before. <laughs> I'm going to do this and I, okay, 50 people and they're going to come in like this and they're going to pay this and they're going to do this because what they did was they took that inspiration of what felt really good and how to serve and what they want their business to look like. And then they put a whole bunch of numbers and pressure on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and brought and so in a be, whole bunch of resistance and doubt. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, because when you're, you know, because that automatically makes you want to get somewhere and in inspired mm-hmm. action, you just have to leave the space and allow yourself to be guided there. Yeah. By knowing yeah. how it feels, but when you get there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so putting it down, like, just when it doesn't feel good, like, that's the easiest, right? You can even take the words inspired out of it. Um, or inspiration just when it stops feeling good or stops feeling easy, like just stop. Mm -hmm. That's another great way to practice this skill is if something stops feeling easy or 
because you can catch this pretty easy. Like, you know, when you're trying to do something, it's just not working. I was trying to mm-hmm. open a bank account the other day and it wouldn't let me do it online. And so then I drove to the thing and then it was closed. And then <laughs> I went to the drive through and then they wouldn't let me do it there. And then I called and I'm like, Ginny, just stop. <laughs> and so like little things in your day you can catch when when you're trying to force or effort and that's good practice for trusting how a process feels like how something feels to put it down and let it be and watch it turn out yes you know where I was um reminding myself of this lately uh is on a word like a word puzzle game on my phone. (laughs) I have one game on my phone. I play it a lot. But what I realize is like, you know, the longer I try and force when I can't see the word, like often if I close it and I pick it up when I have five minutes, two hours later, like I just see it. Yes. And so if you've ever done something like that, like that, that's inspiration, right? Yeah. It's not like getting me anywhere except for the word, right? But it's, that's what it feels like when you're trying and trying and trying and you can't figure it out and you think you've tried every single letter combination and all this stuff and it's not working. Like it's not fun anymore, right? Mm -hmm. And so I even got, you know, I just kind of caught myself one day like, oh, you're pushing way too hard just on this, right? Just to Mm -hmm. get to the next level. Yeah. And which what what's really fun about it for me is seeing the words quickly. And so I just kind of like, okay, any pushing, I'm putting it down. And it's just been a great reminder. I've loved having that um, because always when I pick it up later, I see the word instantly, which is, that's how inspired action is, right? It's, yep. And I say, pick it up, but inspired action, it just comes to you. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Um, is there anything else we wanted to say on the putting it down and saying no? to it, being willing to stop it. That you, you're you going to have to practice it. Yeah. Like, there's no way to know. Like, I mean, we've told you the way to know, and that is when it doesn't feel good or easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but like, and so you have to trust that. Like, you have to take those first steps of trusting enough to put it down in order to learn how this works. Like, this is one of those things that you can't learn it without doing it. Like we can tell Which, you like all everything. The <laughs> it is like everything. But I think this is a little more, right? Um, because it's so tied to that that feeling and that push and that pull and and learning what it feels like to be pulled rather than push. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Learning how learning how it feels to be pulled instead of pushed. Um, one of my favorite quotes from Beckwith, I think I've shared this before, but the it's the fear that pushes and the vision that pulls. Mm. Yeah. So when you, you know, when you're feeling like you are pushing, you're coming from a place of fear and lack and trying to get it done. And when you are coming, um, when you're feeling pulled, you're coming from that place of vision, future self and love and all of that. Yes. Um, I was going to say, I had one more point that tied into that I wanted to make. Oh, I wanted to say like, taking the quote unquote right actions is not what gets you to your future vision, right? Like just because you put something down or something isn't inspired, it is not taking away from that vision and you still get to play there. Mm -hmm. Just because like if, if it felt really good and inspired and you were like, this is it. And you had that feeling like this is going to get me there. And you hit that point of putting it down just because you put it down. Doesn't mean the rest, like where you're going stops. Yes. Where you're going never stops. Right. No matter what. And so 
just knowing you can still play in that possibility and enjoy it and enjoy what's coming, even if you put something down to allow for inspiration. I love it. So go put something down this week. Yes. (laughs) Create some space for yourself. And we'll catch you next time. Go be awesome. Thank you for joining us on the Manifest It Now show, where you learn how to leverage the law of attraction to manifest your dreams. Now that you're inspired, share the love and review us on iTunes. While you're there, remember to subscribe.